Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. This evening again, um, you, you could spend your time doing a whole bunch of stuff, and that you would spend a little bit of time listening listen to me rant about this or that is truly a humbling thing. I really appreciate it. Um, tonight is when we talk about mascots again, again, the the the, the awful head of mascots and especially mascots and Native American imagery used for mascots or sports purposes. Um, it has come to my county where I live, which frankly, I never thought it would. I just never thought I would. I guess I was naive or stupid or, or racist or bigoted. I'm not sure what I was, but I never thought it'd be a problem here. And I'll tell you why I never thought it'd be a problem here. Um, not far from where I'm sitting right now is the Seminole Indian Reservation. And on that reservation sits a Hard Rock Cafe um, and, and hotel. And the Seminole Indian tribe is doing very well. As a matter of fact, the Seminole Indian tribe has given Florida State University its blessing to use the name Florida State University Seminoles and um, use the Native American imagery, including um, Chief Osceola, who, and, uh, who is the, um, the kid dressed up um, in, in Native American garb who throws a spear down at um, the 50-yard line at the beginning of every Florida State football game um, and all the other imagery they use that, um, and at homecoming, um, the chief of the Seminole Indian tribe uh, uh, is usually at homecoming. So they've um, given their blessing for a long, long time. So, and that isn't far from here and that's in Hillsborough County. So I never really thought that this would be a problem here. However, I was wrong. Today I learned Six, um, six schools here in Hillsborough County, two high schools, a um, middle school, and three elementary schools are all going to have to either change their, their mascot, their imagery, and or how they pro- portray that imagery. Um, because there is a group of there was a group of of Native American uh, parents, a uh, a group that it was the uh, an advisory committee um, 
this is what they came up with. This is what they came up with. Now, one of the smallest demographics, one of the smallest demographics in the Hillsborough County school system are Native Americans, Alaskans. You know, that's one of the smallest demographics in our school in our, in our school district. Um, but um, they're affecting this major league change in these two schools. Um, in an article written in Tampa and uh, Marlon's phone call, um, this is what it says. It says, to show respect to the Native American community, the Hillsborough County School District is changing school mascots at six schools and traditions at two high schools. Now, the two high schools, I'm going to name them. If you're from this area, you'll know what they are. If you're not, well, then you'll just have the name. East Bay High School, and it's East Bay Indians. Um, and Chamberlain High School, Chamberlain High School are the Chiefs. They are going to have to, they're going to have to change their, the way they do things. No more fake or um, Disneyized or, you know what, um, rituals that they do and homecoming and the like. And it really isn't very, you know what, both of these schools, it isn't very much. Now, it used to be that the drum majors for the band at at Chamberlain were dressed in... Um, Indian garb, Native American garb, um, with a headdress and the whole deal, and the boy was bare-shirted and the whole deal. But they haven't done that, frankly, in years. They haven't done that in a long time. Um, so I'm not really sure what they're talking what they're talking about. Um, I'm pretty sure what they're talking about is nothing. I'm pretty. What I'm pretty sure is that. There was more resistance at this point at the high schools than there were at the middle school, uh, Adams Middle School, which is just down the street, literally down the street and feeds in Chamberlain, um, and the elementary schools. And all the elementary schools, well, two of the elementary schools are, are Braves, and the other one is Chiefs. Now, the middle school mascot is Warriors. Now I'm gonna I, I, I'm gonna circle back in a little bit, and I want to talk about the word warriors. But in the meantime, uh, we're gonna take a little break, um, and uh, we'll get back to this discussion. And I know for some people, it's a hot button discussion. It's a hot button thing, um, and maybe because of my ins- insensitivity, my racism, my bigotry. It seems like a bunch of hooey for no reason at all. We'll be back right after these messages. Are you looking for a reliable transportation, but you don't have a bunch of money? Are you wary of used car types? And you should be. You just need a car you can afford and a dealer you can trust. Great news. Good Guy Cars is here. John Desbrow is something you don't find every day an honest used car dealer. Good Guy Cars 
is at 8412 Industrial Boulevard in Tampa, Florida. The phone number is 813-999-9992. That's 813-999-9992. The web address is www.goodguycars.com. In America, there are three proven ways to build wealth. Business, investment, and real estate. All three seem to have high hurdles to jump to get into, but believe it or not, real estate is the lowest of the three hurdles, and multifamily real estate investing is the best way to go. From duplexes to apartment complexes, multifamily investing brings the biggest bang for your investment buck. My friends at Buy It, Rent It, Profit and the Landlord Academy are ready, willing, and able to get you going on the path of building wealth. Contact Joe Ebanks and Brian Chavis at buyitrentitprofit.com. Buyitrentitprofit.com. Well, thank you. Thank you again. Thank you again for spending some time with us. Um, to get into it, there are there are now six schools in my county, Hillsborough County, Florida, that are um, changing their mascot and their, and their mascot imagery away from Native American to something else. Um, the, the people there now are getting to, in, in these elementary schools and the middle school, they're getting to change their nickname and imagery. Um, the two high schools, East Bay and Chamberlain, are getting to keep their mascot and their imagery. And frankly, I think because that's where they had the most pushback. Um, but be, beware. Beware. People have been trying to get Dan Snyder to change the, um, you know, to get rid of, of Redskins for a long time. And I'm of the mind that the term Redskins is a heck of a lot more offensive, into, even in today's society, than warrior. Um, I won't start. I'm, I, I want to hop right into warrior, but I'm not going to. Um, let's see. Uh, East Bay High School was founded in 1952. That gives you a, a, an idea of how long they've been the Indians. And um, Chamberlain High School was founded in 1956. So that gives you an idea. Gives you again an idea how long of the how long these schools have had this this imagery and this mascot. Um, in this area, the um, the Native American population is rather small, rather small. Um, yes, the reservations there, but still a very small and and and, and shrinking because of the influx of people from other places. Um, a very small demographic. Um, what's happened in, in you know what and, and it sort of it sort of worried me that this group of parents and it is a group of parents a, a Native American um, advocacy um, board committee um, that this is what they chose it's funny is this is what they chose to concentrate on this is one of the things anyway they chose to concentrate on what they didn't concentrate on is the failure the the utter failure 
of the school district of Hillsborough County when it comes to educating those students and getting those students ready to take the state exams in high school and to prepare them for secondary education to move on because the school district has been an utter failure, has been a failure. So if those parents had should be upset about anything, that's what they should be upset about. They should be raising holy hell, doing a war dance. And I know that was offensive. Um, on the top of Jeff Aiken's head, Jeff Aikens is the superintendent uh, of, of schools here in Hillsborough County, and finding out why the Native American students do so poorly and not addressing that. But they, but they decided one of the things they wanted to address is these six schools. Now, let me give you an idea um, because six schools for some people seems like a lot because you, you, you live in fairly, what, what I'll call fairly small school districts. Hillsborough County school district has 27 high schools, soon to be 28 high schools, high schools that are all over 2,000 kids. Over 50 middle schools. Most of the middle school population is at least 800. Most of them hover around 1,200. It's a big, and that, those are big middle schools. There are over 130 elementary schools. And this advocacy, advocacy committee had a problem with six six schools. It would hardly seem like this is a rampant problem. This is a rampant thing. Hardly seem that that would be the problem. Out of the 27 high schools, you got a problem with two names. You have a problem with two, two school names. I'm going to um, give you an idea of what some of the other names are. These to some of these high schools um, and they have a problem with two of them. Let me give you, um, I mean, I I think I just have the nicknames of the, uh, of the high schools. Um, There are the Ravens and the Hawks and the Yellow Jackets and the Bulls and the Eagles and the Cougars and the Patriots and the Cowboys and the Terriers and the Dragons and the Lions and the Longhorns and the Falcons and the Tigers and the Wolves. Wolves and the Raiders and the Panthers and the Sharks and the Wildcats and the Titans, the Chargers. Oh, they forgot Steinbrenner High School. They're the Warriors, too. The Spartans, the Griffins, and the Knights. Hmm. Right? Although in all of this, Steinbrenner High School, which is more of an upscale high school in an upscale area, was not mentioned in the six schools that were being required to make a change. Those six schools were Chamberlain High School, East Bay High School, Adams Middle School, um, and there were three other and of the elementary of the elementary schools. Interesting. But um, 
it, it, it bothers me. It, 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 I'm questioned. I, I, I'm, I'm quizzical as to why this was something of all the things they could have talked about, of all the things they could have thrown down the gauntlet about. Why this? Why this? Now, I know that we live in this era of political correctness and that mascots may be, confi- may be offensive to some people. So the Cleveland Indian mascot, that big, cheesing, cartoonish m- mascot, may be offensive. It may, in, in, if we're talking about mascots being offensive, that's got to be the, the most offensive mascot um, in all of sports, much more so than the Redskins, much more so. Um, but why is that the focus? Why is not being offended the focus? As opposed to all the other problems, especially that exist in the Native American community. It's, it, it, it sort of reminds me of the same sort of craziness that goes on in the black community. Of the stuff that black people or black leaders, so-called leaders, get, get, get offended about, get upset about, and want to raise hell about. When the fact of the matter is that all hell is breaking loose economically um, in, in, in our communities. And our education, you know what, and the education system in these communities is for crap. Crime is rampant in a lot of our communities. Um, teenage pregnancies or single, you know, single motherhood is, is the norm. And if that's not the norm, um, in certain parts of the country, there are more black babies being aborted than being born. There's a lot of things to address that are for real, as opposed to getting offended by something that someone said or a or a tweet or a mascot. So it's the biggest problem in the Native American, you know what, and if you're Native American, um, give me a call. And the number here is 646-787-1741. Are there bigger problems? Or is this the last thing? Or tell me, everything else is great. Now, if I could just get rid of these racist-ass mascots, life would be great for Native Americans in, in, in America. Life would be great. The casinos are making bunches of money. Everybody's getting paid. Now, if we could just get rid of these racist-ass nick, nick, nicknames, that would be cool. Now I will I will be honest with you I'll 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 be straight with you maybe my maybe my viewpoint comes out of again my ignorance or my bigotry or my racist uh, tendencies because it doesn't affect me maybe but maybe not it just seems like much to do about basically nothing um, for instance. If you've got a second chest wound and a hangnail, take care of the sucking chest wound first. The hangnail, no matter how how painful it is, will wait. Yes. And I I, I don't really care. And I I think the very same thing about the African-American community. We need to start working on the big things. We need to start working on the big things. And one of the big things is not 
getting people to talk a certain way. One of the big things is not getting people to make sure they don't use offensive terms. That's not one of the big things. One of the big things is what is, is the al- is the alcohol problem the that that is rampant, unfortunately, in the Native American community. Is the is the illiteracy problem that's rampant in the um, Native American community? The um, educational systems that are for crap in the in the Native American system. That in the American in Native American um, communities. That's the kind of stuff that you need to work on first. And if you can work on that first, then you'll see that six out of over 200 schools that have uh, Native American imagery are not going to affect you that badly. Six. Two out of 27 high schools. One out of 50 plus middle schools. Two out of 130 plus elementary schools. It it barely exists. Statistically, it barely exists. It's it, this, this is this is ridiculous. While other problems are a lot more pervasive. All right, we're gonna take a little break. We'll be back right after these messages with more of the program. Thanks for tuning in. We'll, we'll be back right after this. Listen, um, this show would not be possible. If it weren't for our affiliate partners, if it wasn't for people like Gary Knight at New Homes Tampa Bay, if it weren't like Kevin Batts at TheRedRiverChronicle.com. So um, it is um, getting near the end of the month. So let's talk about the uh, Red River Chronicle. The Red River Chronicle is a um, is, is, is a website that is full of fantastic conservative articles, conservative um, educational tools. I think that that's the coolest thing. It's been 15 years in the public, teaching in the public school system, and um, you know what? These educational tools are something that, 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 that you can use yourself, that you can use in, in, in a classroom setting, that you can direct students to, sort of on the sly. Because it's Frankly, I think the the battle is just like that. If you are a, if you're working in the um, the public school system and you're in a um, social studies classroom, I use social studies because it's the easiest transition. And somebody and a student comes to you and says, "Where do I learn more about conservatives?" Well, the very first place you should send them is not townhall.com is not um the wrestling ball site or, or or even the Willie Lawson show um necessarily you need to send them right to the Red River dot com. Articles written in a scholarly way um primarily um information about Oklahoma and Texas but 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 from a very conservative standpoint and you know what Kevin Batts is black so that helps your students because that throws away and destroys the left's picture of who's supposed to be conservative. So you can also, on that site, um, that, that student will have access to um, Hillsdale College Lectures, which are, I think are invaluable. 
absolutely invaluable. And there's also an app that they can purchase. I did. It's, it's all of 99 cents. I purchased it. It keeps you up to date with what's going on on the RedRiverChronicle.com website. That's the RedRiverChronicle.com website. Um, the finest, finest in conservative information and education. All right. If you don't want to be offensive, you can't use the word. I had to get to it. Warrior. And I, and, I, and I thought about this this afternoon. I really did. I was going over this in my head because I knew I was going to come here tonight and do this. Is that warrior. What, what, what culture? What culture hasn't had a class of people in its system that they didn't consider warriors? How? Is the native, how did how did Native Americans sort of take over and commandeer warriors, Golden State warriors? Warrior could be anybody who's a fighting class. Those were the warriors. I mean, warrior. I mean, we had warriors from I mean from Greek days and Roman days. There were people who were warriors. People in um, the um, the Anglo the Anglo Saxons, their knights were their warriors, right? Genghis Khan, warriors. Asian warriors. So this idea, this, and I think it's it's strictly American that the word warriors is now offensive because it, of course, of the imagery. And it's offensive to Native Americans. First of all, I know that there's this gr- there was this group that showed up. I know. They showed up, um, this advisory council, advisory committee, to the Hillsborough County School District. And... They had concerns, and the Hillsborough County School District um, wanted to address those concerns. Although it's interesting, and I'm going to be completely racial for a second, is that how many groups from the African-American community that have gone to the Hillsborough County School District a million times about this or that and not been taken seriously again and again and again and again? I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting who gets who gets the attention. Whoever is going to get the most positive press from the liberal media gets the attention, right? And this whole Native American mascot thing has sort of been put on the back burner after Trump, but now it's now it can be hot again. Now it can be steaming hot again because uh, America. The, the the um mainstream media and the liberal media and the progressive um and the, the progressives in, in the country want to continue to portray America as this as this racist 
imperialistic, uh, misogynistic, patriarchal crap hole. And I'm telling you part part of what's happening. It isn't all of what's happening. I don't want to say that and and have you think that I think it's all of what's happening, but it's part of what's happening. Uh, mainstream media sees that a lot of younger black people, younger people, <coughs> excuse me, are not, <coughs> pardon me, are not buying buying it all anymore. They're not buying it all. They're not okay with being being used as pawns anymore. They don't think that anybody really is anybody has ever really addressed their concerns and never had their back. So media in Tampa and progressives in Tampa switch and start addressing the needs and the concerns of, again, one of the smallest demographics in the county and in the and, and, and in the in the county school district, Native Americans, um, because they can make a splash. Tampa Bay Times, or Tampa Bay dot com, Tampa Bay Times, Pravda, as we used to call it. Um, jump on this in a heartbeat, and so will all the television stations. But they were smart. Let's change the elementary schools because those parents are younger. Listen, those parents are younger, and they don't have alumni associations. Both East Bay High School and Chamberlain High School have alumni associations that may that are older and might be pissed off enough to say, hmm, you know, you do this, and then we may have to stop supporting the school. We may have to stop writing a check to these organizations. They've got alumni associations that went to both of those schools and and graduated as, as mighty chiefs or proud Indians from East Bay. Now, what the and what the advisory committee said about the high schools is that those kids are older and more likely to understand and not be insensitive to the culture of Native Americans. Well, the smaller kids um, may not understand. So what they're doing is making sure that you indoctrinate the smaller kids, the younger kids, get them younger, to this way of thinking. So later they can go back and make these changes. Mark my word, folks, this is not over. You know what? If you're at East Bay, if you're at Chamberlain or Steinbrenner, which is a brand, which is in, in relation to the other two schools, Steinbrenner is brand new. If you're at these schools that yes, we're going to see, Nothing for a couple of years and, 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 and a couple of more years. They're going to go back. They've changed the elementary schools and the middle school, and now they're going to go back, and they're going to be aiming for Steinbrenner, um, the Warriors, which is basically a big, rich, white school, public school, and the, and the Indians in East Bay and the Chiefs at Chamberlain. 
It's just, it's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. Because it is political correctness that matters more than anything. It, it's For these people, it's political correctness and virtual signaling over everything else. Over the reality of, uh, of, of curriculum, over the reality of graduation rates, over the reality of everything, anything educational. It's going to be, are we, are, are we being sensitive? Okay, you shouldn't be a dick because being a dick is it's not good. Being a dick is just not good. But what you should do first is do your job first. Are you doing your job? Are you doing the best you can for that population in your schools? My feeling is no, Hillsborough County School District is not doing their jobs for that population to the best of their abilities. So you know what this is, and and, and this is the deal. Um, and I, I would tell the um, the parents, the advisory committee that's brought this to them, they're pacifying you with this stuff. They're pacifying you with this stuff. And it will get done, and everyone will feel good about it, but nothing will change. Nothing of any substance will change. And that's the real problem. Nothing of any substance is going to change. We'll be back right after these messages. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. Are you looking for a reliable transportation, but you don't have a bunch of money? Are you wary of used car types? And you should be. You just need a car you can afford and a dealer you can trust. Great news. Good Guy Cars is here. John Desbrow is something you don't find every day. An honest used car dealer. Good Guy Cars is at 8412 Industrial Boulevard in Tampa, Florida. The phone number is 813-999-9992. That's 813-999-9992. The web address is www.goodguycars.com. It is amazing what people worry about, isn't it? 
it is absolutely positively, as far as I'm concerned, just ridiculous about what people worry about and how they approach the problem. And I think that what we're, what we're finding out is, we continue to find out is that um, more and more, as progressives lead education, as progressives lead a lot of industries now, that we worry about more about how things look or feel than about what they are. And that's, and I think that that's a very dangerous path to go now because it, it, it pulls us out of reality. Um, if people think or feel that we live in a racist society, that doesn't mean that we do. And people will say that. I, th- I think America's racist. But they can't come up with one single thing that's, ra- that's racist. They keep saying phrases like, there is systemic racism. That means there is racism built into whatever system you're talking about, whatever institution you're talking about. But if you press them on it, to give you one measly example, they cannot. And they never can. So here's why when I mean, when you hear somebody say, well, yeah, there's systemic racism there. Well, say, really? Give me an example. Just one. And here's what they say. Well, there's just so many I can't choose. Well, yes, you can. I'm asking for one. One single thing. And let's fight it together. Because I don't like racism. I don't like racism. I don't like bigots. You know, I'm like Van Jones. I don't like bigots. I don't like racism. Racism is bad. So give give me one example of systemic racism in the school in the school system. Give me one example of systemic racism in any of the institutions that they just sort of say that, and all the all the liberal sheep go, ah, yes, yes, yes. Be the person that asks, and I've, I've said this on previous podcasts, be the person that asks the next question. Don't be the person just to accept what people tell you. Ask the next question. No matter who you're getting, no matter who's talking to you, ask the next question. Make them answer your question. Or make them not answer your question, because they may not. They may change the subject. They may call your question racist, but you would even ask a question like that. We kind of know where you where, where you stand. No, no, you don't have any idea where you don't have any idea where I stand. I think I know where you stand, but you don't have any idea where I stand. I'm asking the question: Where is there systemic racism in the Hillsborough County School District? My question is: How come all the failing schools are always in the black community? Why? Why is that? Is that because of this? Is that because the school district doesn't care about black kids? Or is it some other reason? Well, let's have a conversation. Let's not be afraid of the conversation. And I know that I approached I approached the school district from, you know in an accusatory manner. But I have to I have to wonder aloud why these wholesale changes. These wholesale changes of six schools that got all this got kind of released today because of mascots. 
And in the black community, there were some, every time somebody shows up and wants to rename a school for some reason, there is not this, oh, we got to get this done right now sort of mentality. Well, give me an example, Willie. Robert E. Lee Elementary School. Now, I did a video piece on this. I'm not one for changing the name. First of all, I'm not one for naming schools after people to start with. Naming schools after people or buildings after people um, as some sort of tribute to them because that always backfires and fails. And we get to places where um, you can't name it Jefferson High School because Jefferson was a slave owner. So how how do you have a school full of black kids named um, Nathan Bedford Forest High School? Nathan Bedford Forest High School? You mean the guy who, who, who was the founder of the Ku Klux Klan? So a bunch of black kids go to Forest High School? Nathan Bedford Forest High School? Stop naming crap after people. Um, there's a school that has, um, I forget what school it is. It has, it, it, it at an auditorium, the auditorium was named Lillian Gish Auditorium. It was a very, a little used auditorium. So they, they moved it to, um, the, um, the student center. And then some black students thought Lillian Gish, who is that? And they looked it up and they found out that Lillian Gish, um, starred in the movie, um, what was it? Birth of a Nation. Now, Birth of a Nation, Cecil B. DeMille's um, blockbuster uh, motion picture, and that if you are a, a student of film, you, you've studied that, that movie. It's one of, it's one of the, the first huge movies where there were thousands of cast members and these huge panoramic scenes that, ne- that had never been done before. Um, so if you're a... a, a um, a student of film, you studied um, that movie. Now, the problem with the movie is that the movie portrays the Ku Klux Klan as the conquering heroes that saved the nation. Lillian Gish, now this is a silent movie. Lillian Gish was in that movie. Now, Lillian Gish has been dead 56 years. She's been dead a long time. But now that her name said something to all these people. It says that that the school is now racist and is supporting the Klan somehow because the the auditorium they named after Lillian Gish. The mental calisthenics that you have to do to get there are mind-bending. So I'm not one for naming crap after people to start with. Let's just, just name it for where it is. Stop naming buildings after people. You know, there's a George Edcombe um, courthouse in, here in Tampa named after George Edcombe, who was one of the first black judges. Um, I got an idea. You can name it Hillsborough County Courthouse. Because that's what it is. And you, And if you have another one, Hillsborough County Courthouse... Annex. You know what I'm saying? Stop naming schools after people. Stop naming government buildings after people. You know, school, for the most part, unless it's a private school, is a government building. Stop naming them after people. Stop trying to do all this stuff because it's all it's all going to backfire. 
and again, back to these six six schools, I'm just, I don't know, six schools out of a, a, a few hundred doesn't seem like a big problem. Doesn't see, doesn't seem like something that the school district ought to even be addressing at this point. It's not something that's rampant, and it's definitely not something that's growing. They should be addressing the graduation rate or lack thereof of Native American students in the Hillsborough County schools, schools, School District. That's still what they should be working on first, in my opinion. Now, you can work on whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You can be as dumb as you, as you want to, but the idea is that you're working on the wrong end of the problem. Hillsborough County School Board, the, the wrong end of the problem. They're working on the thing that makes people feel good, and they're not working on the thing that'll make people better. That's the deal. They're working on the thing that will make some people feel good. Some people feel good. Some people, most people don't care. And they are not working on the stuff that will make people better. We got to get out of here and make room for somebody else. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sake, from the bottom of my heart, y'all take care of yourself. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.